Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Yeah, things are, uh, things are going good over here. Oh, uh, today is uh, January 13, 3 o'clock. Central Time, uh, just pulling this call together, uh, spur of the moment. I've been working with a lot of people that uh, I just haven't had a chance to get back to, and uh, I figured I'd take the time to do a call, a private call, with people I've been working with so that uh, just uh, kind of, you know, I mean, the people I've been working with, most of you guys on the call, you know, you've done a lot of studying, and uh that's um, that's really what I wanted to do the call for. Hold on, I got a call coming in. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're back on the call, Gus. Okay. Hold on a second. Hello? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Uh, hey, uh, I guess Carl wants to talk to me for a couple of minutes. So uh, I guess uh, he's on his backhoe and he's got a question for me. So I'll, I'll, I'm go, you guys go ahead and talk. I'll be right back. Okay. Who's on here? Anybody hear me? Hello? Yeah, you're on. People can hear you. Oh, you can? Um, just, uh, didn't know, um, you know, guys called me just a couple minutes ago, tell me about this was going on. So, um, damn, you know, <clears throat> I was just talking to my friend, uh, Garrett, uh, Gus knows him as well. And, uh, he, uh, he told me he got a letter today from the New Hampshire child support, uh, you know, saying to him that if he didn't stop paying child support in two days, they were going to take his license, his driver's license away. And, uh, you know, he he was going to get on this call, but he, was, he wasn't he was available. So I just thought I'd talk about that. 
at uh, gossiping you guys a little bit because uh, he never went to court, and they don't even know if it's his child, if it's, if it's his kid. So the, you know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, you know, he's freaked out about it, but uh, you know, it's just interesting to talk about. What man is threatening another man to do him harm if he doesn't do A, B, or C? Yeah, I know. I, I you know I can't answer that. I don't know you know who who signed it or what the letter says specifically. I think it's probably one of those computer generated type deals. You know, they're just you know, but 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 what's weird about it is that uh, you know they had a court where he was, you know, they had a, a court hearing or whatnot, and he wasn't in attendance. And so just because he wasn't there, they went ahead and, you know, you know, now they made it, you know, his responsibility for, you know, somebody that, uh, you know, they didn't even prove that it's his, it's his, you know, he's claiming it's not his, his child. So, you know, that, uh, you know, I can't really elaborate too much on it, but yeah, I don't know what man or woman it is. I just thought if we talked about it a little bit, I I don't know if Gus was planning to record this call, but I I'm pretty sure Jay would you know be appreciated if I if anybody could speak to it, you know. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is it's a man or a woman that wrote him that letter. If it's computer generated, he can write back to that address and basically telling them that, hey, I received this letter. Uh, who do I need to speak to? Or who's in charge of this? And draw out the man or woman behind that ghost letter and hold them responsible, hold them personally liable for causing harm to man. Right. Um, that, uh, that's probably what he has to do, write them back. And then, but I don't know about, I don't know about whether or not there's like an automatic like type of thing while he's in the process of doing that, that will, you know. Hey, David. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, uh, Carl, yeah. I guess Carl's, Carl's doing a call. He wanted me to schedule a call for tonight. He, he wants to talk about Paul's letter in court, the Englishman who's living in Tennessee. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are trying to get a hold of Paul that are from England. And uh, so uh, if you re if you remember, if you listen to this call, just uh, ask Paul what his contact information is on Skype. I don't know if he wants me to give it out, or if you contact me directly, I'll give you guys his Skype information. I don't think there's anybody on here from England, but um, if there is, anyway. So like I was saying, uh, I was just pulling this call together last minute because I've been talking with a lot of you guys and, and just wanted to, uh, you know, pull you guys together and just, have a, a chit chat about stuff for a couple hours. So I, I know uh, Kelly, are you on here? I know Kelly's kind of short on time. She's got to pick up the kids. Um, Kelly, if you're on, just speak up and uh, we'll cover your stuff right away. Are oh, you just on chat? Okay, that's cool. Um, all right, David, what's going on? Talk to me. Um, you talking to me? I think there's a couple of Davids on here, is there not? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, oh. there's a few other people. No, I was just saying I was I was uh, when you when you were talking to Carl, I I was started going on about uh, Jarrett because you asked me to give him a call. I called him. He was he he's not around to get on the call, but I told him I would talk about his you know his, his thing. He got a letter today in the mail from New Hampshire Child Support saying that if he doesn't pay child support in three days, uh, they're going to take his license immediately. Uh, and so I I said to him I, he said uh, <laughs> he said he was all freaked out about it because he never went to court for child support for you know and then you know they had a hearing. Uh, without him, he says, and then there was, you know, and then they, because he wasn't there, uh, they, uh, they automatically gave her, you know, child support, and there's no proof that that the child even is. This is, uh, you know, I think it was some, some girl from from Massachusetts who was around. So I, I didn't know if uh, you were recording this call or not, but I told him I'd try to talk to about it a little bit with you, if I, you know, just because he was he was going he wasn't around he was on his way somewhere. Hey David, uh, so, sorry about that. I haven't heard a thing since you started talking. I walked away from the window and uh, <laughs> I get disconnected. No, that's okay. I was just saying that uh, I talked to Jared. You, you know, when you asked me to give a call, if he was going to join the, the call. But he didn't. Yeah. He, said he, he said he wanted to, but he he couldn't. But he mentioned that because he was uh, he was going to pick up his daughter, and he had you know some running around. He was in you know in the process of doing. So I told him that I would take a few minutes, if it was okay with you guys, to talk about his situation because he he mentioned to me that. Well, let's let's not talk about somebody who's not here. If you've got something you want to talk about, uh, let's get that aired out. You know, there's there's a lot of people on here that I've worked with a lot. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of studying, and you know, let's just get right into it. You had a question about a warrant that uh, you want. Yeah, let, let's talk about that stuff. I can talk to Jay anytime. Okay, so it sounds good. I just told him I I mentioned it. Um, okay, cool. Since we're uh, all right, couple couple things that I had questions about. This uh, you know, this was really weird. I got this uh. I got these two letters in my mailbox, and they were open, like as if somebody had opened them, which is weird, you know. And somebody had like written on them, "Return to sender," but they didn't get returned to sender. They 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 were open and in my mailbox, which was really okay. strange. Yeah, and one of them was this um, notice of outstanding warrant. Okay, trial court uh, of Massachusetts District Court Department, Commonwealth versus yeah, Commonwealth versus. Dave Mavardi, and in the case known as case in the case known as David M. Mavardi in all capital letters, uh, license suspended, operating MV with subsequent offense, and you know there's no, I mean this is a the, I, this is a notice of warrant, but this is not the warrant, you know. So who issued the warrant? Um. Well. There's a an initials of a clerk magistrate on here, but just an MK, and and there's no there's nobody's name and no signature. Um, so, so I don't know who issued the warrant. Um, so, but but it, it issued from you've got the courthouse, and that's all you've got. Yeah, it just is a notice of warrant. This courthouse it says you know you may be arrested at any time, 
And, you know, the, the, the strange thing about this is that I was actually... Hello? Oh. Oh, don't tell me you didn't lose me, did you? Did I just get dropped? Can you guys hear me? I can hear I'm you, still here. All right. It must have been David that got dropped. <laughs> <All right. laughs> they picked uh, him up already. They came and got him just like that. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you talking on the crew, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to schedule Carl's call before I forget that. Um, all right. Uh, Mark. Um, Yo. All the other Marks. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, go Mark, ahead. Uh, yeah. Hey, what? sorry I kept missing you. What? Uh, you, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. Is that something you, you mind talking about here? Yeah. Uh, remember, I sent you a text. Uh, it's something Gosh. to do with. Um, Gosh. Hey, David. I'm I'm sorry about that. The uh, I don't I hit I went to hit somebody was calling at the same time and I went to hang up on that call, and oh, I okay. ended up hanging up on you. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Keep going. Okay. So so anyways. So here's here's what happens. Um, the uh. Well, you you got a you got a warranted issued, all right, out of yeah. the courthouse, and yeah. you don't know who it is, and so what are you planning on doing about it? Well, I mean, the ironic part about it is I I was there in the court that day, and uh, and I actually put in a notice to, um, you know, a handwritten. Oh, notice. okay, I remember. Yeah. So yeah, so you, and I wrote you, yeah. Uh, so what happened is uh, David went to court. He walked in. He said, and and Mark uh, Hollingsworth is on the call with us. He did the same thing a year ago. He walked in the court. They, uh, he, he told them, "Look, I'm here. Uh, I'm on time. You know, who, who's who's bringing a claim against me?" And uh, nobody came forward. So Mark walked out. In your case, the the, the court security told you to sit down. And, uh, and it, go ahead and tell that part of the story. Yeah, and well, then it, what, it was, what you it did. Was the, the man acting as judge. Um, you know, they, they they call the name, right? And so what they had done was they they apparently they had assigned a a public defender. Um, and you know when I was um, arrested, uh, and you know they brought me before that time. Apparently there was a public defender assigned. I've been focusing on getting my my son and. And dealing with that situation all this time, so it's just really been secondary. You're, you're, you're hard to hear. Cause I don't know if your microphone is uh, too far from your face. Okay, is that any better? No. No. I mean, we can hear you. Just if there's how, something you can do, now? that'd be great. No, same yeah, I, thing. I could, I could speak up. Is that any better? Yeah, that's good. Just keep going. Um, okay. But yeah. So you, um, so as far I as the warrant is concerned, we don't need all the backup. There's a, the yeah. warrant issued because you went to court. And you wanted to be heard on time, and the, the 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 man acting as judge told you to sit down and wait your turn. He told me to sit down or leave. Okay. And so and so, and so I left. But before I before I had left, I had put in a notice to that I required 60 days to to uh, to to obtain proper counsel. I hand wrote the notice. I had it stamped in, and so the clerk actually brought it. Uh, you know. Uh, the woman acting as clerk filed it into the case and brought it into, up to the judge. I watched her do it, and then when they when they when they called the name, 
I said, yeah, for that matter, they said, sit down until your, your lawyer shows up. And my notice was putting into obtain proper counsel. So I had said, hey, the guy cut me off before I finished saying anything. He, he cut me off. He said, sit down or, or leave the court. So, you know, I was actually, uh, you know, I was really feeling kind of crappy. So I said, you know what, I'm going to leave. So I left. And then, uh, you know, a week later, I got this in the mail uh, saying that, you know, and it says basically the court the court has issued a warrant for your arrest. Okay, so I mean, now the building has actually issued a warrant for my arrest. Right, and you are subject to arrest at any time. And here's how you here's how we we're going to tell you how to come what, in. What and, makes and you think the court is a building? Well, I mean, court is a verb. Actually, I mean, it can, it can be a verb, so it could be, you know, uh, it, it, it is a noun. It, you know, there, there's a court building. I mean, there is a court building. Well, I mean, the, the party, the, the party bringing the suit, it's their court. So whether it's a person or a man, uh, it's that person's suit, you know, that that makes the court. The, the building is the courthouse. Hey, hey Gus, this is Mark. Hey, go ahead, Mark. Can I ask a question? Of this? I don't mean to cut in on your show, but I'll no, go ahead. Has this guy let him know who the court, who he is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's who you are? That you're, you know, you're a man. Yes, I put in the notices. Uh, I put in the notice of idiot, the notice of common law, notice of uh, you know grand jury court of record, uh, notice of, and, and with the exhibits too that I I had uh, you know kind of kind of gathered. Okay, well, the, then another after getting this piece of paper in the mail, you know I guess reiterate that uh, you're a man and that they're an heir that they're still sending it to somebody. That you know, that they think yeah. is a legal person, I guess. Unless right. it, so, unless I, mean, I, I could write them a letter saying, you know, um, are you looking for the man or the legal person uh, or the legal name? And you know, because you know, uh, and, and, and just send me a copy of the warrant. How about putting a notice into the court saying, "I, man, declare I was I was before court on said date on whatever that date was." And uh, that you have issued this warrant in error. You know, you've made an inadvertent error by issuing a warrant for for, for I, a man, uh, when I was actually there. Uh, as a matter of fact, you told me to sit down or leave, and so I thought that was an option, and I left. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I I think that's a good idea. The, issue, uh, the, the warrant is issued because you failed to appear. Uh, I mean, you didn't say that, and I didn't. I don't have it in front of me, but that's typically why they issue the warrant because you failed to appear. So you you write them a notice and and let them know. I was there. And it, I yeah. You know, I was before the court, and the man acting, you know, the man Henry, who was acting as judge, told me I could sit down or I could leave. So I chose option two, and I walked out. Yeah, you know, that's it. I, I came before the court, and he gave me two options. I, that's I told you, Gus, and that's it. Gus, did you did you appear when you went for your case? Did you appear? I don't appear. You? I, just, I, I just show up. You only appeared as a man, right? <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, I don't use the word appear. I, I just say I, okay, in the image of God, am before the court. There you go. So, you know, I, man, uh, was before the court on, on that day and did speak with the man, Henry, who was acting as judge uh, in that courthouse, 
And uh, Henry did say that I had two options, to sit or to leave. So I chose I got an idea. It just popped into my head. Why don't you go down to this guy that's speaking, go down to the courthouse tomorrow at 9 o'clock, show up and appear, and, hey, I'm here. Is there any man who, you know, who's the man who claims I've done wrong? Let's if you if you show up and they've got a warrant out for your arrest, they're gonna arrest you. Yeah, I would thought that that's what they might do. Yeah, um, put it, the notice in there and tell them that you know, let them know that you require the uh, you require uh, the, the the warrant to vacate. That's it. Okay, and the because uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense. I mean it's the truth. That's exactly what happened. I mean I was there. The guy okay. didn't sit down or leave. Tell yeah. it like it happened. Yeah. I can put a notice oh. in, in, in indicating that and going through that. But but don't um also I, I with regard to the, the public offender uh, offender. <laughs> it's more like yeah. right. uh, oh, a right. separate issue. Go ahead. Uh well I mean they, they did this now to me uh twice. I I put in the notice that I require no representation and no title and they Assigned a public defender, saying that I was in, saying that the you know the defendant was indigent. Um, in 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 I because I, I pulled the case file and in the case file it said uh, a public defender such and such was assigned to the case because defendant was indigent. I don't even know what that means. Indigent. Well, um, indigent means without money, without cash yeah, I, in their I, in their world. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm not indigent. Number one. Okay, I mean. I'm getting you. Don't, don't, don't address their stuff, okay? They, no, they, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm just they saying. Public, they issued a public defender for you, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you, you let them know that you're a man and you're, you're uh, incompetent in legalese and that you require no assistance. Uh, oh. shit, I just, I, go ahead. Keep talking. I, I just lost my train of thought. No, I was just saying I was, the, the, this was interesting because when I was in, you know, uh, in bondage, and, you know, brought before the guy, well, you know, I kind of walked up there, you know, and I was, I was really out of it. The only thing I had had in my head was the two or three days I had spent, you know, watching the stuff that you did on the YouTube there and, and, and going through, I am a man, you know, uh, you know, an idiot before this, before court and I require no title and representation. I evoked common law and, um, you so know, you require what? Uh, uh, no title, uh, and no representation. All right, so you, uh, rephrase yeah. that to to say I am I am uh, uh, I man am before court without title and without representation, right. an idiot to legalese and to the customs of the legal society, and I am before the, uh, said court to settle any any controversy with my fellow man. Right. I require the man to come forward who says I do wrong. That I may settle all claims and move on with my life. That was fundamentally the gist of what I did say. And before it came up to repeat again, and this was at the, they had an arraignment, and they, you know, this place is like a meat grinding machine. I mean, this particular it, it, place. It's funny, you could kind of also say that if, uh, if this pertains to a legal matter at this time, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I, I will not be able to. Uh, Eight in the sister's court in any manner. Uh-huh. You could get that in there. If uh, if it pertains to a legal matter, I would not be able to what? If this is a legal, if this, if this court 
setting pertains to a legal matter, unfortunately at this time I will not be able to aid and assist this court in any manner. I would not be able to address this court in a proper manner. It's just that simple, that kind of stuff. I see. Um, just, just record, just recorded it, so he'll straighten it out. When, when I, um, when I said that, uh, the when I'm a native for this court, and um, you know, uh, it, basically what we just said. When I said that, that's when at that particular time they assigned the public defender to the case. So, in other words, instead of interpreting what I said is that I. I'm, you know, not, it's outside the jurisdiction of, of man, and it applies to defendants and persons, right? He interpreted it as that I, you know, you don't, you don't know, don't, you can't read his mind. You don't know what he interpreted. All you see is a piece of paper before you, and it's got some words on it. Put a notice into the court that that uh, you you are a man, and that uh, you know of no law that requires you to, to acquire representation or to be competent in legalese. And that you're just there to settle whatever the controversy is. That's it. If there, if there is a law that requires a man to be competent in legalese, in, in the customs of the legal society, that you're required to know what that law is. Well, if any man wishes, if any man wishes to act on my behalf, he's going to be a file of those actions. You can tell You can tell You can tell the public defender standing right next to you. Say, "Oh, good." So you're a man who's going to act on my behalf, and you're going to accept all liabilities for whatever happens, good or bad, right? You're going to accept full liability for everything that happens from this point forward. Is that correct? If you wish to act on my behalf, you wish to act for me? Good. Then whatever accolades or uh, criticism that occurs due to your faulty acting or your wonderful acting, you're going to bear full liability, right? You're going to fucking, you're going to bear it full, fully, right? Good or bad, so you're going to bear all liability, correct? So any man, any man or woman who, act, who wishes to act on my behalf will bear full liability. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so that, that makes sense because I didn't ask for anybody to act on my behalf, and I don't want anybody to act on my behalf. Well, of course it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of, Carl, that's one of the first notices you had me put in when I first started doing this stuff before I went into court. So, um, do, do you think I should notice the public defender directly then? Uh, you know, because I got a letter in the mail from from her as well. When you, when uh, you give a notice, you're giving a notice to mankind. So, if you want, you just want to make sure they get a copy of it. That's all. I see. Yeah. I see. Well, what you can do is you can send them a letter. Yeah, I mean, I just want to, you know. I mean, because I got a letter from her, I, which I just got. Did you, I mean, actually, haven't even did, opened did it. You, did you get it from her or, like, the pine cone? Yeah, he got it. He got it from her. He got it from her. So send her a letter back. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't even know what it says. It's interesting, yeah. though, because I just, I just got it. Let's see what she... Uh, yeah, it's... Um, so right uh, up the note, uh, let's put a couple of letters together. Send it to her. Yeah, as you know, this office has been appointed to represent you in the above referred matter at such and such court. So you're so, represented by an office. I'm represented by an office. <laughs> Is that possible? Wonderful. <laughs> sure, um, can. Only God can. Only God knows the limitations of what can and cannot happen. So it might sound ludicrous, but it could happen. <laughs> well, it probably happens all the time. Well, God only knows. 
so yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna put in a couple of notices, um, and you know, my my guess is they probably won't respond. A uh, non-response is a response. Um, non-response is a response. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's, it is. It's like free will, okay? You, you got the will to choose to do one thing or another, and if you decide not to choose, you've still made a choice. Uh-huh. So it's like me. And 100%, 100% of what you get you in trouble in your life is because you failed to do something. Because you failed to do something is why you're in trouble. Not because what you did is what you failed to do is why you're in trouble or why you did something wrong. It's because what you failed to do, not what you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this, this backhoe ball in you guys? No, not at all, Carl. All right. Yeah, it's real good. No, it's fine. I can hear you pretty well. I mean, it's a little choppy. I, I can hear, hear you pretty well. Yeah, so uh, that's that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do to handle handle that. I um, put in a uh, you know with, with regard to my uh, regard to my son. I, I mean, if there's anybody else who wants to get into something, I don't want to um, you know I don't want to monopolize all the time. Oh, I just, no, no. No problem. Take a take a break for a few minutes. Let's see who else is on here. Jesse, is that you? Yeah, I'm on here. All right, what's going on? Yep, I'm. Uh, I got some uh, stuff I've been working on here. I got a appearance that uh, somebody invited me to on the 28th of January. Yeah. And it's a it's a twofold appearance, in that uh, there's two different court cases that uh, they're requiring me to appear four at the same time in front of the same woman acting as a judge. And uh, so one of those court cases is uh, from 2015, and the the woman acting as a judge doesn't accept uh, or doesn't read any of my notices because they've assigned me a public defender. And then so yeah. if I try to do a notice in that case, they just uh, say we don't read those, it's not proper, blah, blah, blah. And then in the other case... Um, I did have a lawyer years ago. I don't now. And that case is uh, based on a deferred prosecution that they're trying to sentence me for now, alleging that I've uh, committed a new crime based on these new charges of felonies from 2015. And in that that case, I don't have uh, any attorney. And both, so they're trying to sentence me on that one, and they're trying to have a, a final pretrial conference regarding the other one, on the same date, same time, same judge woman. So um, in order to get my notices in, I thought, uh, number one, it's best to have this judge woman served so that uh, she definitely sees my notices in, uh, regarding both cases. Which notice are you putting in? The, the ones you've already done? Okay, uh, well, I, I drafted up the one notice that uh, we had looked at earlier and just uh, regarding... You know, there was one requesting or requiring more time, and um, I, I can read that one if you want. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and read that. Is that uh, which case is that for? Okay, this is for uh, now for two cases. Uh, one of them is for maintaining a dwell, maintaining a dwelling, drug dwelling, or something like that, uh, for reasons of use felony, and that's the deferred prosecution that I have a bond that they're trying to sentence me on for getting new charges. And uh, the new case, those new charges are uh, two counts of interfering with a parental custody court order of the other parent. 
right, but that's so that one's a civil matter. Uh, the other one they're treating as a criminal. Uh, no, they're they're both criminal. They're both criminal. They're both yeah. Criminal. Oh, it's a special felony for the parental thing. Yep. Right. So I got I got uh, two fe- two felonies for that parental you thing. Guys, and uh, do you guys have a, is it a misdemeanor and a felony depending on whether you leave the state or not when you've got the kids? You're asking me? Say it again? Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, uh, are they charging? In some states, they'll charge you with a misdemeanor if uh, if you don't leave the state. If you t- if you keep the kid longer than you're supposed to, and you don't bring him back on time. Uh, they'll charge you with a misdemeanor, but if you leave the state, they'll charge you with a felony. Is that how it well, works in Wisconsin? Well, I know uh, they. I've heard of that. Yeah, but um, there's something like with me though. I didn't leave any state. I was. Uh, I was in fact in the same city, and uh, didn't go anywhere. I just had my my boy with me for a couple weeks because uh, the oh. mother was was not uh, acting reasonable in terms of the communication she was giving me and uh, my you, son. That, that's fine. Have you been charged yet on that? And you've gotten felony indictments? Yes, yeah, so I've got, a, I believe I have two charges. There's a charging instrument that's signed by a man acting as a prosecutor. And uh, so I have, I have those two charges and his charging instrument, which uh, I'm filing my own claim against him for trespass by way of bearing false witness. So that's another uh, situation that I have on the burner is making my claim. So my paperwork that I'm looking at doing is is two things. One, I'm looking to correct my claim and uh, address the chief clerk, notifying them that it's not a complaint and that I'm not under the the jurisdiction of any man or woman for their opinions or judgments. And uh, the second second part of it is uh, regarding... Uh, just trying to get more time so that I don't have to go on the 28th because uh, right now I believe I need, you know, 21 days to fulfill this claim period and there's going to be less than 21 days prior to this. Well, what, what, you, what, you, uh, what you need to do is not their concern. They're not going to care about that. You know, I wouldn't yeah, put that in there. Yeah, simply the yeah, fact yeah. that you're you're a man and you require more time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, sorry for the inconvenience, but you know, Captain Kangaroo is going to be playing, and I'm going to be watching that, so I can't make it. Uh, that's just right. you know. Uh, right. Well, there, there, maybe there's there's no one that's going to be harmed if if you know you get more time. Exactly. There's you no- know, the whole purpose of the the whole. The purpose the court exists is to secure the rights to protect the property of man, to settle controversies between a man and another man. And if you're a man and you're letting them know, I can't make it, and I don't believe anyone will be harmed, uh, if this is delayed till you know mid March, then uh, you know how can they deny you? There's no, you're the only man there. So that's the, that's really the basis for what you're looking to do. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know how they how they can do anything, but they they try to do stuff sometimes. So you, you know, so they try to. Oh, a lot of times they, they they invite you in and they play the music, and uh, you know, you watched Perry Mason growing up, and so uh, you you watched you know Miami CSI and all these shows, and so you hear the music and you think you know how to dance, and you start dancing, and they're like, oh, he's one of us. Let's play, and. You know, they they just um, 
you know, if you act like you know what you're doing, they're going to treat you as somebody within their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is just uh, they're playing the music, and if you're not dancing, they'll they'll change the tune and see if you know the you know the other song, or if you know mm-hmm. how to dance the disco, or you know they'll just change it up, hoping that they can they can suck you into their game, into their into onto the dance floor. Yeah. Yep. So I got these two claims. Uh, I mean, I got this claim, and I got this um, notice that I'd like to get files pretty quick here today or tomorrow. So I'll read that for everybody to listen to. Go ahead. You want? Okay, so I did a couple of drafts of it. So um, what I'll read for you is my first draft, and then I'll read my second draft. Oh, just read short. one at a time. Yeah, they're both pretty short. Hey, so I started, I started out by saying... Uh, Dear Juan, greetings. I hope you enjoyed your holiday season as much as I. I write to you, the man, acting as chief clerk of the court. I, a man, declare. Uh, Then I put stars to signify the things that I declared. And then the first star is, I am the claimant in the case you call 15CV3203, in quotes. I am not the plaintiff. And then semicolon. And then my next point. I do not give and did not give authority to Juan B. Colas to make any judgments or opinions in my claim. And then I have in parentheses, claim, colon, trespass, semicolon, bearing false witness, parentheses, semicolon. And then my third star is uh, I filed my claim as a man against another man, parentheses, Robert Jamboys. Uh, on, on, on that one there, okay, not as a man. I man did file, or I man did lay my claim before the Schwartz Court okay. in the Dane County Courthouse or whatever courthouse you're at. But you know, you're not acting as a man. You are a man. Yeah. All right. I man did file my claim. All right. I'm gonna adjust that right now. Um, the next one. Uh, star is uh, I authorized no man or woman to convert okay, my yeah. claim. Don't use don't you know don't use E D or I N G present tense or future tense. You know, uh, you can I put it in parentheses. So I have the word authorized there. Say, I, did, I did not authorize. Or I, right. you know, I actually better than that is I authorize no man. I authorize okay. no man. Okay. Let's take off the D. Yeah, I authorize, authorize no, no man to to enter an opinion into my case. Can, yeah. Can we can we I, comment on the tense idea for a second? Uh, because uh, we've heard talk, people talk about that. You know whether uh, it's it's past or what. Why, 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 why do you why do you want to stay in the present tense? Because you can't do something. Hold, in the, for, hold on, David. Let, let me uh, finish the notice. We'll we'll get back to that. Okay. Go ahead, Jesse. Okay. So that line. Now that I corrected it, it says I authorize no man or woman to convert my claim, uh, claim trespass during false witness into a civil rights complaint, semicolon. And then I have a star. I require my claim sealed for a trial by jury, in quotes, and a trial date set in this matter. And then uh, the last star. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. When, when are you requiring a trial date set? Um, I didn't require it in this line. I didn't require a specific time. I only just left it open yeah, for a... Uh, uh, if you're going to talk about you require a trial date, 
give them a date. Mm-hmm. So I require a trial date. Uh, you know, for instance, you can say in the in the second week of March, between noon and three three p.m. You know, be 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 specific enough that that they know you're not grasping at straws. You, you're 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 telling them, look, this is when I want the hearing. Make it fit your schedule. Okay, and I should take into consideration for that date uh, the fact that I have to wait twenty one days. Well, the the the, uh, the bill that you sent the man, well, the the bill you were supposed to send the man, you, you know, because you went to the courthouse and filed the case, you, you never issued a summons, so he never had a chance to. He, he was never told that he had to come in and answer your claim. So that's you know that's a step that was skipped because because of the way it was done. So uh, you know he he did you did send him a bill, and you did tell him he had to pay. What was the date that he had to pay by? The twenty-first of December. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that it was uh, something about there. Yep. Is that Monday? I think so. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was so, the twenty-first. So he was served a few days before, and he didn't pay the bill. He didn't make payment arrangements. So regardless of whether or not there's a case, he still got the bill. You still had him served with the bill, and he still knows that he's got a debt, and he still knows that he's supposed to be uh, getting in touch with you to remain in honor. So yeah, he has so, not he has not done that. So, so in that do, case I don't need twenty one days, but I could uh require a court date sooner so as to address the well, compensation. The way they do things, you know, they they want to see the twenty one days. You know, Minnesota's twenty days, I think. You know, different states have different requirements. So you know, play ball, uh if you go twenty one days, I think you're gonna be safe. You know, either way. But uh you're gonna want to uh Put that notice in. Correct the status of your case to make sure that it's you know it, it's a you know I am in did lay a claim before the court. I am not a person within your jurisdiction uh, putting in a complaint, and I require the uh, the man served uh, by your sheriff's department and for a trial to be uh, scheduled uh, 21 days after after the uh, process has been served. Well, after the service of process, or whatever words you choose, but uh, you you can put all that into one notice. It, it, I don't know if it'd be a notice, it'd be a letter to the clerk or, or a letter to the judge. But you would uh, you take the the fundamental elements of that and put that into a notice. Yep. Yeah, I could put it in a notice, or I or if I send them a letter. Uh, in in this case, just a regular certified. Better or, or have this clerk man, chief clerk man, uh, served with this uh, letter? Well, you, uh, typically when I bring the letter to the courthouse, I, I walk in, I, I say this is a letter for for the clerk uh, for this case. Uh, uh, please enter it into the case and give me a, a, a stamped copy back. And I leave with a with a copy of the letter with a court stamp on it. Okay. But, you know, it, it saves me from all the hassle of. You know, because you, usually your courthouse is within 20 minutes. So it's it's just easier to put the letter in and get a court stamp on it. Now you know it's entered, and uh, and you let them know that it's for it's for the clerk. Okay. All right. So that's uh, another way to give a letter to the clerk instead of just sending him a letter in the mail, serving him or certified, just entered into your claim. Yeah. If you had more time, you can just send it in as a regular letter. And uh, uh, give her give her some time to answer. 
but um, you know, you, you're tight on time, so I would deliver it by hand and uh, and require in the letter that, that the clerk respond to you. You know, put in there that, you know, ask a question or require a response of some sort so that uh, when you don't hear back from them, you can say, hey, you know, I, I laid a letter before you on this date. I haven't heard, I haven't heard from you yet. Uh, just wanted to make sure you you, uh, you realize that I'm, I'm waiting for an answer on this question that I gave you. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's another copy of the, of the letter and the notice, uh, or whatever it is you're, you know, you end up giving them. Uh, you know, for your convenience, here's another copy. But you know, if you if you hand deliver it to the court, there's no reason you shouldn't have a letter in the mail three, four days later. Yeah. All right. Let me finish this one up. I got uh, the last part I put on there was just about. Uh, you know, I require attached opinion withdrawn from my claim, see Exhibit A. Now, that's the opinion that the judge man wrote back dismissing my claim based on that it was a complaint and didn't follow this certain statutory procedural way. So I'm putting that part Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you what? So I'm saying I require attached opinion withdrawn from my claim, see Exhibit A. The attached opinion is the the opinion judgment of the man who felt like he wanted to give an opinion in my claim. So I, I, I know what you're talking about, but what are you putting in the letter? You're not you're not justifying yourself in the letter, are you? Uh, in the letter. In the letter, um, the notice, whatever you put into the court, whatever letter you write, okay. Mm-hmm. I decide it's green, and that's it. I'm not telling you why I like green. It's green. Make it fucking green. And that's it. Or, you know, so I require the letter. I require Juan's opinion uh, removed Withdrawn. from the case. Withdrawn. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. You exhibit don't, you A. Don't go on, yeah, you see exhibit A, but you don't go on from there and explain yourself. You, you're not no, no. By yourself. No. Hey, Gus, should no, he you... even name it? Should he even name it Juan's opinion? I mean, because it's his, it's his case, and they've trespassed on it so far. Well, you know, one is a man who acts as judge in that courthouse, and somehow, for some reason, because well, it's because the clerk inadvertently uh, filed his his claim as a complaint, and so Juan thought, hey, you know, Mary just put this case before me. Let me take a look at it. Boom, here's my opinion. So you write a letter to the clerk and say, hey, this is not a you know, it's not a complaint. This is a claim. And I require Juan's opinion to be removed from my case. Okay. Yep. So I have that part. And then uh, the last thing I addressed, which I could probably put in a different letter, was uh, regarding compensation for any interference with my right to access property, for my right to access the public court to make a claim uh, for administering property without my consent, and then I listed the compensation amount as one dollar for every second moment in time for each. Oh, that's, for that's, each. that's pretty steep. Say that again. Were you looking for compensation for? In my claim. No, no, In my. I, I was just chucking my coffee pot. I got distracted because I thought I was waiting for coffee and it wasn't brewing. Say the first part. Okay, so I said I require compensation for any interference with my right to access property 
And then uh, number two is any interference. What, what property are you talking about? Are we talking about? Uh, are we still talking about the claim and the complaint? In this case, I would say that the property is uh, is my rights to access my rights. What, what rights? My right to access the public court to make a claim. Okay. Okay. Remember when we were talking about you know the. You're a man, all right, and, and you've got no fucking authority whatsoever. You don't have the cops. You don't have the sheriff's department. You don't have the National Guard. you got shit. you got no enforcement to do anything. And so the only enforcement you're ever going to have is the jury. When the jury decides that you're right and the other guy's wrong, all of a sudden you become empowered by the fucking National Guard because they will do, once that order comes out and it's issued by the clerk, it becomes law. And the law is enforced at all costs, and and you'll have all that backup. So when you whenever you write something, you've got to write it in a way that the jury is going to say he's one of us. He writes like we do. He thinks like we do. He's fucking right, and the other guy's an asshole. And if you don't write like that, you're going to lose, and you're going to never get anywhere. So when when you do write like that, and the other side, the people that you're dealing with. When they see your letters and your notices and they see how simple they are, they know that the jury is going to take your side, and now they realize they have liability. But until, until you can put that kind of a, of a simple thing in front of them and show them that, you know, look, you know, what, you know, everybody on the streets is going to fucking agree with me. All right? uh, they're going to take my side. Don't, don't force my hand. You know, don't make me bring this all the way to a jury because you're going to lose. And when you do that, they realize the liability, and then they wake up. But if you start putting in there, you want a dollar a second because you had, you know, you, you had no access to the court, um, you, you just shot yourself in the foot. Nobody on the jury is going to believe that you have the right to collect uh, a dollar a second because uh, the clerk misinterpreted your paperwork. Uh, All right. Makes you look like an asshole. Gus, I've got a. It's it's Paul in Tennessee. I got I got a number amount that may be more helpful if uh, if I can interject. Uh, it's not so much the number amount. It's uh, you're, if you're saying it's an inadvertent error, the clerk, you know, the clerk didn't realize I was putting in a claim because she probably gets complaints all the time, and so I'll just fix it. It's no big deal. Just fix it. Now, when she doesn't fix it, when she gives you a hard time, then you could come back and say, hey. I, you know, I wrote to you about this. You haven't done anything about it. Uh, what's the problem? And you give her a chance to answer. And on the third letter, if she hasn't fixed it yet, that's when you start getting a little bit more pushy and say, look, you're causing me harm, and uh, I'm going to require compensation for damages. Well, right. you would go to her boss first, wouldn't you? Well, you, you, you're supposed to be talking to the boss. Now, Jesse is writing actually to the chief judge in the courthouse and talking and, and writing to that man or woman as the uh, the head clerk of the building, of, of the courthouse. But, it, you know, so it's not so much about the number as, as much as it, is, as it is about the idea of giving the clerk the opportunity to, to, to fix the problem. Well, who's in charge of the head clerk, right? The, uh, the the chief judge in the building, the building manager, 
is right. uh, he's got the final set. Uh, uh, what Jesse, I think what Jesse's doing is he's writing to the chief judge and addressing the chief judge as the expert. Yeah. So that was the long version. That was the long version of it. And then uh, after that, I simplified it quite a bit. And uh, if you want, I'll just read read that one so you can see how it breaks down yeah, a little easier. Yeah. Okay, so on the next one, uh, I said, I, man, declare, uh, one, I and my person am unable to appear on January 28, 2016, before or at court. Uh, number two, I require 60 or 90 days, so I shall be able to appear at court. Okay, but number three, you're... you're- you're, you're being when you're talking about appearing, uh, you know, yeah, that's read that first line again. So the first one, I and my person am unable to appear on January twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen, before or at court. Yeah, that's a that's a mess. I don't even know how to fix that. Um, you can I, I know you can write better than that. Change it up. It, it's not so much the message you're trying to get across is correct, but the the word appear needs to go. Um, you know whether you're able or not, they don't get, they don't care. They require you to be there. Uh, why, would, why would you say I on my person too? I mean, why would you just say, you know? You, 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 when you when you put in a notice, you're giving them a notice and saying. Uh, I, you know, I declare uh, one, two, three, four, right? and you're declaring the facts, and I don't know, just skip that. Okay, I got now. an idea. I got an idea. I'll say I uh, require said hearing on January 28, 2016, rescheduled 60 to 90 days, so that okay, I don't, may don't, don't attend. Say 60 to 90 days. Say, say, uh, I require, you know, the, the, the hearing, and it's. Uh, thank you know. For me, it's more like thank you for the invitation, but I can't make it at this time. If you wish for me to join you before the court, uh, please re- please reschedule this after March fifteenth. I, gi- I give them a, 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 a. Remember, I told you about uh, the sum certain and a certain sum. Do you remember the difference between those two? Yeah, I remember you were telling me about that, and uh, one of them is a legal term. And the other one isn't, I believe. Okay. And uh, one of a certain sum of money is we're talking about a certain number, but a sum certain is an exact accounting, an exact number. And so the, the way you use words becomes really critical. And what you want to do is you don't want to be saying 60 to 90 days. You want to say, look, after March 21st, and that way. Uh, anything before March 21st is is off off limits, and and anything after March 21st is okay. And that's it. Don't say 60 to 90 days. Try to be more exact. Okay. Yeah, because you've got the authority to do that. You're a man. Yeah, I'm not going to be before that. I'm not coming before this day. I got shit to do. All right. Go ahead. Read, read the second one. The second line. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, the next thing was, uh, so I require 60 or 90 days, so I shall be able to appear in court. Obviously, I'll change that. Then a number three is uh, I require time to 
file a proper claim so as to be fully heard? Uh, so file, need filing a claim, uh, that, that takes that takes you going down there right now, and ten minutes later you've got you, you've got your claim file. And uh, this case has nothing to do with the other case. So what you do is you, you file the claim in the other case, and then you would put notice of that claim before this case and say, because of this other case, which is going to affect this case, uh, I require the time. You know, I, I require everything to be uh, postponed you know, till after uh, till, till after I have had a chance to move my claim. All right. That becomes, the, that becomes the you know the time specific is is at the end of that claim. Now in my case, because because of the appearance of my claim being dismissed by this man, so it would be in order for me to attach that in their suitcase, I would have to have my summons date at that point and have my case. You know, moving my claim, moving forward with a summons date to you be able to take that. You don't need anything. You've got a court case number, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you got a file number, right? And you can take your original claim that's got the court stamp on it, put that into their case, and say, due to a, a, a matter, uh, due to a pending matter, I require this uh, this these, these hearings to be scheduled uh, after March. 28th, or just pick a date, and uh, and that's it. Because you need time. You know, you don't have to tell them why. You've got a pending matter which is going to affect this case, and I require uh, time to process my claim. And, and so, please reschedule after this date, and that's it. Or I require you to reschedule. Uh, you, you know, it doesn't matter if you had a summons or, or if the summons has been served, if you've had the first hearing, the second hearing. It might take five years, okay? But you know, this is going to affect the outcome of the original case. You're talking about you know, a man who bears false witness against you, and uh, that's the information that they're using in, in, in the second case. So you're attacking that, you know, that statement uh, as a false statement, and you're seeking compensation for the damage it's doing to you. And once you prove it's a false statement, That'll that'll destroy the the other two cases. Mm-hmm. So, 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 Gus, just to just to comment on what you're saying, in in, in a sense, it's it's a counterclaim uh, because it has an impact on the original. No, um, it's not a, it's, it's 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 like a collateral estoppel. It's not okay. it's not a counterclaim. It's not attached no. to the other thing whatsoever. No, it's okay. Okay, I you know, I guess counterclaim is. Not what I meant to say, but 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 in other words, it has to be decided. I mean, it's it's logical to say that it should be decided first before the other before the other complaint moves. Yeah, it's a collateral attack. A collateral attack, or something like that. Yeah, I I have to look up the uh, the definitions. It's been a long time. I just pulled that out of my ass, but that's that's not right. So, so in other words, uh, uh, you know, in other words. Um, a cease and desist idea, the idea of cease and desist on that particular complaint until this claim is, or, or the injunctive relief, perhaps. And I mean, no, I it's, just, it's just luck. You know, the, 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 you're laying a claim. You, you've got a claim that's been court stamped with a file number, and you take that court case, 
and you give notice to this court and say, look, uh, I've got a claim against your witness for bearing false witness, and here's a copy of the statement that he was bearing false witness in, which is the exact same uh, statement that he's laid before this court. So your whole case is based on this, on this instrument, and I'm seeking damages because he's bearing false witness against me. So until my case is done, I require you to fucking stand down and wait your turn. And that's, that's great. One, one, one other thing I picked up on on the word, Gus, and I think whoever's writing the documents, I don't know his name, forgive me, but my name's Paul. Uh, yeah. you, he used the word in. Be very cautious of the word being in court. It's a little word. It means a lot. Don't tell them you're going to appear in their court. Tell them you're going to appear before their court. That doesn't place you under the jurisdiction of the judge. It just means you're going to make a special appearance and wave in that room. You're not going to understand or come under that, his authority. You're going to appear as a man at that yeah, room. Yeah. But, so don't use the word in. It's a big mistake. Okay? Unless I'm addressing my court. If it's my court, then it's my claim. But if I'm giving them notice... Yeah, you, you said you were going to write and get a get them to delay their court. Don't yeah. tell them you're going to appear in their court after two months or sixty days or whatever. Just say that you would be available to appear before yeah. their court. Yeah, it's a big it's it's a little word, but it will mean a lot down the road. Right. The less you the less you say, uh, the better. Like what Paul said about. Uh, uh, you'll be available to appear before their court after a certain time. Uh, you can just say, I won't be available till March 15th. Yeah. Right. So, right. Just the, the less you say, the better. All right. And, and when you're talking about your court, talk about the Schwartz court. Don't, don't talk, don't say my court. Say yeah. you know, the Schwartz court. I've got a case filed in the Schwartz court. And until that case is, is, is uh, you know, during, while that case is pending, I require this case to be suspended. You know, you, you, you just, you know, you got to research the words that you're using and know what they mean. You know, just because mm -hmm. I'm using them, that doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about. I'm giving you the general idea of what you want to do. And you write it all out, and then you go to etymology online, and you look at all the different words, and you substitute words. Like, uh, what's that word you came up with? Trist? Trist. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting word. I never heard of that one before. So that's what you do. Is you, you, know, you go through and you, you, you write it up, you get the general idea, and then you, you minimize and cut out everything you could possibly cut out of your letter uh, without losing the, you know, the, the important parts. And then you go and etymologize all these words to make sure you're not saying something you didn't intend to say. Right. Yeah, that makes enough sense. So, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's some really good uh, good information there. Um, well, so that's I, my... I was working with Mark, who's who's on this call right now, Mark Collinsworth and Mike and John Fall and a bunch of other people. We we were doing this little roundtable exercise a year and a half ago, and that's what we were doing. You know, we 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 get the idea all laid out. We we uh, take out that and you know the uh, a lot of the words you didn't have to have. We put it all into the current uh, into the present tense, 
So, you know, we did all that, and then we went and looked at all these different words. Of course, Mark and Mike had already uh, done that kind of study, so they, you know, they would speak up pretty much right away as we were going. But when I did it on my own, I had to go back and look at these words. So it's this process, you know. It's just the process of writing. It takes a long time to take uh, what you want to say and cut away all the things that don't need to be said so that you can, so that the focus is only what you absolutely need to get across so that, you know, you're talking to somebody who's going to, you know, the more you put in there, the more that they're going to say, well, I'm just going to pretend that, you know, I thought they were saying this. You know, they can't do that when you've got one sentence. You know, how can yeah. you misinterpret one sentence? There's less to poke holes in. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, Hey, and Gus, and, and studying those words and doing all that research on your own, it actually, it, in a way, it, you know, it solidifies your knowledge. And when you're asked what you wrote, you know what you wrote. You don't have to go back, oh, I got to look. You know, there's a lot of colors. exercises, oh. when you and I and, and Mike and John and Ed, Ed was there, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when we were working on, on these things, uh, I remember you and I, I mean, there's times you'd get out of work at 2 in the morning and then we'd be reading these books of 1670 and uh, <laughs> just just looking for, like, remember the, when we were looking for the claim of consciousness? Oh, okay. you know? yeah. Freaking two Spent. weeks worth of freaking research before we even found it. And then uh, then we were reading back and forth to each other. Mark would read, then I would read to him, and, you know, we'd run across words that we didn't know what they meant, so... One of us is reading, the other one's looking for definitions. Yeah, that's yeah. where you really get a lot of cool shit done. Hey, Mark, uh, David had mentioned yeah. uh, speaking only in the present tense. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Carl's still on with us. If Carl's on, I'd like him to answer that. If not, um, no, I don't see Carl. Uh, well, because of the, the past tense, I mean, it's already been done. You're, you're talking about something that's already happened. Like, I did this at that time. Well, what was the date you did it? And, you know, if you if you speak in the past tense, it's, it's already gone. Man, you know, if you... Because when they read it, when they're reading your paperwork, it's in the past tense. Oh, you, you read it and you're like, you got to put yourself in their shoes, whoever's reading it. It's like, okay, they did this. Well, what about now? You know, it's already over with, so what about now? If you make it now, it's always there. Sure, it makes sense. It's just something I never really gave much thought of until recently. Um, like like the word authorized. Say, oh, I never authorized so-and-so to, you know, right. do this. So, I mean, what, I mean, you never did in the past, but what about now? So what are you saying? Well, also, don't use negatives. Um, okay. I did not do this. Don't put that stuff in your paperwork. Um, did not... Uh -huh. you know, Instead of saying, I did not authorize, you can say, I authorize no man. Right. That would make sense because that's always now. It's in the now. But it's, it's like Mike right. is saying, you know, you, you, know uh, you don't do this and you don't do that. And once you know what you're not supposed to do, then you write as if, as if you were just writing back in high school. You just fucking lay it out. And then you go back and say, well, I know I shouldn't have used that word, but I couldn't think of what word to use. So let's focus on this word. Let's focus on this other word that I knew I shouldn't have used, but I did anyway because I just wanted to lay it out. So, and, you know, once you lay out your thought, then you start breaking down all the words that you know you shouldn't have used, past tense, you know, future tense, 
And uh, it's just a long process, you know. The more you do it, the faster it happens. Listening to Carl's last show. It it makes sense once you can identify with with what – What's being said, like what you're saying, I, you know, you realize the, the 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 logic of it. I mean, it's 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 easy to do because now it makes sense. So I mean, it's just now a question of just doing it that way. You got to get it out of your head and onto the paper before you can fix it. Right, right. Um, Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, listening to Carl's last show. I mean, he's talking about his paperwork. You know, being one sentence or the the show before that. You know, the one or two sentences. And back then, I was like, I wrote my claim out. You remember, Gus? It was like a page long. But <laughs> looking at I it now, like, you, I remember when you filed your claim, you only had thirteen words left. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then well, then I put in a new claim, uh, my actual lawsuit, and it had a bunch of words on it, and I, it's still there. I'm sure it's still sitting there. That would need to be. Just totally, uh, there would probably be so much taken out of that from just from studying, uh, you know, this listening to call for the past year and all the stuff that I've done. So, yeah. It, all right. So, uh, hey, let's, uh, I, this, this, let's yeah. keep this discussion going on a different topic. Uh, let's see who else is on here. Mark, you still on? Yeah, Mark's still on. Uh, David and Jesse will come back. I just want to kind of like circulate through the through the whole. Uh, everybody who's here, give everybody a chance. <clears throat> okay. Hey Gus, is Carl's court coming up on like the nineteenth? Is that correct? Uh, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, the traffic case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's the one with no plates on his trailer. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to be there for that. I know. <laughs> ah, that'd be that'd be great. Okay. Is he, is he recording it? Uh, uh, with all the other stuff going on, with, I haven't heard him talk about it. But who's? Yeah, I, I imagine you can uh, you can call and get a recording afterwards, or if you've got time, you still got uh, a week or so, you can you can call you can call the courthouse and, and pay in advance for a recording and see if. <laughs> uh, I bet you that doesn't happen often. <laughs> Well, you know, like in in, in uh, Minnesota, they don't make recordings available ever, and so I've been working with some people to find out how do you get a recording, because I know they record, and if they don't record, then I'm going to bring my own recording equipment in, because I'm, you know, I, I wish to make a record, and if that I delivered pizza to a company that that records courtroom, they bring courtroom audio into courtrooms and courtroom video. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, ultimately, if uh, if I run my court at the same time they're running their court, you can't tell me not to record in my court. Yeah, that might be a good business to start. <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, there's. Um, I'm I'm looking to. Yeah, I don't know what Virginia does. I don't know what that courthouse is going to do. But if you uh, if you call ahead and you let them know that you're going to require a rec- you know that you wish to have a recording of a public hearing, which is going to occur on this day at this time between these two parties, you know, how much do you want for the recording? Uh, they might say, well, we don't normally record. Okay, well, good. How much are you going to charge me to record? You know, you're going to charge me 50 bucks, and I'll, you know, I'll send you a check. Here's my credit card. 
record to hear it. Yeah, so I'd like to do that here in Minnesota. I'd like to figure out how to get that done. And, and uh, I've talked with John Miser about that, and it's, uh, it's, it's a real pain in the ass. You know, I, I don't know what the heck. They got a hair across that ass about fucking letting people record. It kind of drives me nuts. So it's something I'm That's still working on over here. Kind of odd. I mean, I you know, I thought ever, I thought they always recorded. What do they, they they have at least? Uh, they used to have somebody type, that, that, like shorthand, stenographer. Yeah, the stenographer. Yeah, but you know, the stenographer. Uh, you know, they they can change stuff. I, I I've got transcripts, and I was, I know what I said on that transcript to make that judge lose his marbles. And then when I read the transcript, uh, it doesn't say that at all. You know, <laughs> right. It's like, what, what, what's the use of, you know, why did I spend 300 bucks on transcripts if it's going to be full, you know, full of crap? True. So uh, I, I, won't, I won't, I'll, I'll never waste my time getting transcripts again. But the recordings, you, you know, you can't, you can't mess with the recording, especially if you get it a day or so after. If you order it. Hey, what about should... trying to find a company, like a company I deliver to here in Atlanta, find a company in Virginia to see if they can do it. Well, you, you can. You know, it's um, all you need is a press pass. You know, I'm here with the press. Well, they probably, you know, they they probably have that. You know, you just have to require their service, or yeah. you know, ask for the ask for them to do it on that day. Yeah, and I don't know what they charge. I have no clue, but I know this company did it. I mean, they they advertise it on their front of their building. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, who's, uh, who's next? Somebody else want to step up? Paul just said he's uh, dealing with the process server. So I could. Um, I just I just got back on, Gus. I just got off the phone with him. Okay. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark in, in Michigan. Uh, Mark, did you want to – sorry to cut you off when David came back. Did you want to cover that? I can't hear you, Mark. I don't know. Hey. Yeah, I was just sitting back. I had my phone muted. Um, no, no. I think I wanted to talk to you about, try to get your uh, idea on it and your opinion on it. Uh, remember, uh, I was looking into reading it to that. Uh, remember the year of the Bible? That, uh, 1986? Uh, 1983. Three? Okay. You know how they, uh, the people wanted to uh, get the government to recognize the Bible as being, you know, the word of God and uh, how it inspired, you know, basically it's based, the country and nation, everything finally was based on, you know, yeah. the Bible and stuff like that and how it has influence uh, on, you know, on everything. Well, I was thinking about something that it inspired me, you know, inspired some thoughts to come across my head. Okay, well, hmm, okay, well, the people can... You know, they, they force their uh, representatives and stuff like that, or Congress, if you want to call it, and uh, the other politicians to recognize, to, you know, to basically do something to recognize, uh, for example, like the Bible. So the people push that and force them to do it, you know, even if they don't want to do it. So I was thinking, okay, another thought came to my mind. Well, Monsanto came out with their own bill and pushed the Congress to come out with something that's called the Monsanto Protection Act. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, or if you heard about that, Gus. No, no, it's uh, I wouldn't pay attention to that because it's all corporate stuff. 
Right, right. I wouldn't pay attention to that either. But the thing is, just like I said, you're the Bible thing inspired some thoughts and um, came up with a interesting idea that, uh, well, it's, since the uh, people have the power to do that and they force their uh, representatives to recognize that, and Monsanto is a corporation, they forced the, uh, they, you know, basically had them uh, recognize Monsanto, you know, them and put in a bill called the Monsanto Protection Act, where yeah. basically, well, well, I mean, whatever it is, whatever the content does, it doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant. But I was thinking about, hmm, I know this is, uh, the, that's a the corporate structure and that's for the corporations and all that stuff. But um, why don't, uh, hmm, I was thinking about if we send, if we, why don't we draft up something called the People's Protection Act and maybe, you know. Well, uh, we've already, we've already got that. What is it? Is that, oh, the Bill of Rights. Yeah, but, uh. I mean, they're you know the Bill of Rights and stuff. They're shelving it to the side. I mean, they're. It doesn't like matter. What do, you, what do you think they're going to do with the new thing? Um, yeah, they're going to do the same thing. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It was just an idea that popped in my head that hmm, why don't we do a, a People's Protection Act and force them to recognize uh, the people with? I mean, it is it is the basically it's the Bill of Rights, but. Oh, if, you can't for, if you can't force them to acknowledge the Bill of Rights or or man's rights, you know, inherent, uh, you know, in mankind, then you're, you know the the next thing is going to be basically, you know, just the same the same disaster. They just they don't pay attention, you know, they they just don't. The, the the my conclusion at this point is the only thing that these people care about is their own ass. All right, so you've got a guy who's interfering with your right to life, the enjoyment of your property, whatever he's interfering with. When you have him serve with a with a bill to compensate you for damages, and his wife says, "What was that, honey? Why is the sheriff at our door?" And he says, "Oh, it's nothing." And she says, "Bullshit. Let me see what he got." And he gives her the paperwork that he just got served by you for, with, and it says that uh, he owes you uh, seventy three hundred dollars for compensation. And she looks at him and says, what the fuck are you doing? This better not interfere with our plans to go to Disney in March. Okay? Now, that's some serious fucking liability right there. <laughs> and, 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 and I think, uh, you know, when we learn how to write in, in a way that will convince a jury very, very quickly that we are honorable, that we are operating in good faith with clean hands, and that we just wish to be let alone, we wish to be compensated, for our time, our energy, our for damages, for loss. When we do this, uh, the only authority we have to back us up is that jury. And if we're not focused on that jury being there to back us up, then we're going to make things too complex. Because the jury, ultimately, whether it's the Bill of Rights or the People's Protection Act or whatever you get out there, uh, who's going to enforce it? The only enforcement you know, that, that's available to us as a man is that jury. So when we hold our own court, uh, we're counting on the authority vested in the jury as the ultimate um, source of authority. I mean, they decide everything. You know, the government, uh, the man or woman working for the government can accuse you of all sorts of things, but they still need the jury to find against you. And likewise, we can... We can come up with all this paperwork, but the bottom line is uh, none of that paperwork, jury nullification is all about the fact that none of that paperwork means a shit. 
you know, the, the jury doesn't have to go with the law. They don't. They don't have to give a rat's ass about the law. You know, they they can just make a decision based on what's right or wrong, and that's it. You know, whether the law is on your side or not is irrelevant. So, I think that's where our authority comes from, and that's where we really need to start focusing more and more of our energy on is, uh, you know, learning how to write so simply that everybody who reads it will be convinced that if this ever got before a jury, they'd be screwed. And once they see that, they they realize that the liability is is at their front door, you know, and they better do something about it. Right. Yeah, the ultimate power does not lie in the jury. Um, basically, they're like the ultimate law law lawmakers, man. All the yeah. other corporations, all for the corporations and the you know the better uh, administration of government. And all these corporations, yeah, the yeah. ultimate law is the jury, and uh, all that stuff basically is uh, is irrelevant. It goes out the window once you get a jury out there and uh, give them well, the law uh, is an opinion, you know, Mark. Yeah, it I is. Don't, Absolutely. I don't recall if it was uh, yeah, the law is just an opinion, and uh, I don't recall if it was Patrick Henry or Thomas Paine. Um, I, I, I'm almost. Man, I wish I think it's Patrick Henry, but you know the the jury, uh, in his case, uh, refused to find him guilty, and the judge put the whole fucking jury in jail or did something nasty to them, in telling them, look, you're gonna find this guy guilty or else you're not gonna fucking eat or whatever. You know, he I, I can't remember the story, and uh, they were so convinced that the guy was innocent, they just basically fucking refused to 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 do what the judge wanted. And that's how, that's what our system of law is. So, you know, all these, all these papers, all this stuff, you know, and that's why when Carl's teaching about common law, uh, you know, the, the law here, the statutes, the codes and all this stuff might say X, Y, Z, but you get before that jury and the jury says, Oh, well, that's why he did it. Cause his customs are different than our customs. And they can just nullify the fucking law right there on the spot. His, yeah, um, Carl's Carl's beliefs are different from others' the beliefs, you know. And if he can convince the, his peers and hope that they believe the same way, then you know that's how he's going to win that case. Um, that's yeah, Mike, absolutely. I, I, I got something for you, Mike. Go ahead, Mike Paul. Paul in Tennessee. I've got a friend called Kurt Potter, and if you look him up on the uh, Tennessee uh, Center for Self Governance. He travels all over the country, and he teaches how to change uh, each county, district, uh, state, law, legislatures. He teaches you how to handle them, how to put legislation through yourself. He goes all over the country doing this stuff. His name's Kurt Potter. If you look him up on the Internet, uh, Tennessee Center for Self-Governance, he's the resource you need to do what you want to do. But we have what I believe is more than sufficient tools to accomplish what we need right now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. Hey, John, uh, John says that they did record here in Minnesota. They just won't give up the recording. So I, I had misunderstood that. John, uh, let's work on that some more uh, when we get a chance. 
Oh, John's not on. All right, he dropped off already. He was guest number six. Um, let's see. All right, if you guys want to, you know, I've got a half hour before i got to get off here. So if you guys want to uh, bring something else up, somebody who has not had I, a chance uh, to talk. I, I didn't know if anybody else wanted to, but I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. But Yeah, let's just, uh, let me see if there's somebody else who wants to speak up. Anybody else? Go ahead, Dave. Um, okay, thanks. The uh, I uh, put into the family court uh, notice yesterday because I found out that they wanted to, uh, you know, vaccinate my son because the school that they have him in had suspended him because he didn't have uh, all of the vaccinations that they are, you know, uh, regulating, you know. And so they, they have them, you know, um, they want to do that. But I am, you know, it's against what I believe. And, you know, uh, so yesterday I put in notice into the family court because, uh, of course, they, they rushed in to do it because they said, oh, well, he's out of school, so we're going to we're gonna rush into this. And I got, I got an uh, email, which I, I already told them I required everything in writing, but uh, – they continue to email and try to call me, which I don't answer their calls anymore. Um, so, anyways, they I put in the notices and it stopped. Uh, they denied her motion to, um, you know, for the vaccinations. And yeah. so I got an email from her again this morning, which I I didn't reply to, but she's saying that the uh, this is from from who? Who'd you get an email from? From the woman. Uh, Leslie acting as prosecutor for the Department of Child Services. Okay. All right. Uh, so they're they're trying to say now that uh, you know. Uh, what? I'll just read the email to you. She said, uh, "The Judicial Secretary, Miss Riviera, informed me this morning that the case is scheduled tomorrow afternoon, January 14th at 2 p.m. in Cambridge Juvenile Court for." the father of the case, Mr. Dave Lombardi, to be heard in the objection field, uh, objection filed yesterday. Well, I, I never filed an objection. I filed notices, and it was four different notices. But, yeah. um, they were they were pretty basic. One of them was, I may give no entity the right to administer my property, see so cash exhibit A, or to breach the enclosure, and then in you know brackets, no vaccinations. And I say here, yeah, yeah. you know, and we, well, did well, you, we were talking, go ahead, Mark. Um, I remember Carl talking about this girl in Alabama that was going to get vaccinated. And, you know, if you wish to do that, go ahead. But, you know, compensation, right? And if anything, they got to they gotta sign the documents, meaning if anything happens, they bear all liability. Right. Yeah, that's, and and that's I'm going to file – I'm sorry, go ahead, guys. Well, that's what we were talking about last night. You know, the, the notices you put yeah. in there uh, – until there's a fee schedule attached that says, you know, if you do this, then I require compensation of, you know, whatever, 10 bucks an hour so, so, un, un, until the property is restored to its original condition. So if you do this, I require, you don't, do you think that's, well, I guess it's, it doesn't matter if it sounds threatening. It's not really threatening. It's, it's just compensation. No, it, 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 it's compensation. You know, yeah. uh, you, know you, what you do is you write up what you want and then you've got to make, you know, then you, you delete all the stuff that makes it, you know, that, that focuses on the wrong thing, and you, you'll end up with a, a proper notice. 
Right. Uh, you know, ba- basically, uh, I do not consent to the, uh, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but, you know, the vaccination of my property, uh, you know, if, if you, uh, if you choose to do so against my consent, then I will require a certain, you know, compensation for damage to said property until, right. until said property is restored to its original condition. But once you put that fee schedule in there, especially if you do it, you know, if you do it, if you give them a heads up and, you know, and you put that in there, uh, they, well, they should... can't, there's, there's no plausible deniability. They can't say later, oh, we didn't know. Yeah. You, you, you put it into the freaking court. Well, this is the thing. They schedule this thing for tomorrow. I mean, like, you know, it, it, we, we, this is not appropriate amount of notice to, uh, not, to go ahead. But, but, but I already the, put these notices in, the, the initial ones. But, they, I mean, they're going to schedule this thing for tomorrow, which means that I've got to get this thing. You know, I, I mean, I can't even mail it to them. I've got to deliver it. Yeah, you show up tomorrow, and you put a notice in that says, any man that breaches the enclosure, uh, you know, shall, shall be, shall be you know, held liable for compensation. Yeah. You know, just formula, formulate the whole thing. We'll work on it tonight, and then make sure you show up tomorrow, and uh, make sure the notices are in there that Do you, you are show up to the hearing. Absolutely. Oh, Every God. single time you get an, an opportunity to be in court, or at court, or before court, okay. Any time that opportunity comes up, you show up and you say, "Hey, you guys are talking about my property. I'm a man. I require the property restored." Yeah, right now. And then, well, we're not here for that, Mr. You know, Mr. Jones. I don't care what the fuck you're here for. You're talking about my property. I'm here to make the record. You know, I require the restoration of property. Are you making a claim for my property? You know, get in there and just fucking do what you got to do. Make noise. Make the record. Put notices in. Don't let them silently fucking roll you over, you know, like Plato. Can I can I jump in? Uh, Go ahead, Paul. <clears throat> Couple of ideas here. Is this Dave I'm talking to? Did I catch yes, that right? Yes, it is. It's Dave. Dave, if you got a pen and paper, um, here's a couple of things. You said uh, vaccinations. Is this like MMR and stuff like that? Well, I'm not exactly sure what they they want to you know they they want to stick needles in his arm and shoot him up with all kinds of poison. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, but his. Just just think of my train of thought for a moment. Um, you know, Carl puts this very well in, in dealing with the case that he's dealing with. You know, how you approach the prob- problem will help you with the outcome. And um, there are issues with immunizations. And if they are willing, as a man or a woman, to accept the liability for any harm that is comes from the vaccination you could approach it from that and i think you'd be more successful with that if you go after the prosecutor as the man or the woman put a notice into the court and say if you your honor the judge name the judge if you the prosecutor think to accept the the liability privately as a man or a woman for forcing a vaccination on my property, on my son or my, you know, daughter, uh, and you're willing to accept that public, uh, that that liability, any harm or damage, and you may even mention in there and say, bearing in mind 
all the issues with MMR vaccines that are currently going on. Uh, hey, hey, Paul, Paul, yeah? I'm going to cut you off, man. You're being way too specific. Okay. Okay. You don't want to be specific. You know, I, uh, I, I consent to no breach of the enclosure uh, in regards to vaccines, uh, you know, list, list vaccines and, and whatever, and, you know, or, or any other uh, chemicals, you know, you know, like that, or any other chemicals. You've got to put something very, very vague in there that you can later use to beat the shit out of them from any direction. All right, so the number one thing is I don't consent. Because vaccinations uh, must be consented to, and if they're if they're court ordered, then you're going to hold liable the men who uh, who violate your right to that to, to have that property in whatever condition you choose to have it in. And, and so those are the two things that are important. But you got to make it vague. Don't if you list, for instance, if I say uh, citrus, oranges, and grapefruits. And any other fruit, well, I just, uh, not citrus, I'm sorry. If I say um, oranges, lemons, and limes, and any other fruit, okay, the doctrine and law is that any other fruit only applies to citrus. If I say apples, bananas, and oranges, or any other fruit, now I've listed, they're not, they, apples, bananas, and oranges cannot be put into any category except fruit. So when you start listing vaccinations, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you become too specific, you're, you're, um, they can say, well, you, know, you, you said this, and this is what we did, and that falls outside of your, your notice. Your notice didn't cover that. You know, we, didn't, we didn't realize you meant that. So if you're vague, uh, you cover a real broad spe- spectrum of ideas. I see. Yeah. So it's outside the scope of your notice. If you get too specific, they say, well, that's outside you- the... The, the more specific you get, the easier it is for them to weave between the, you know, between the, the, the pot, you know, the cones. You know, it, yeah, you're putting down your, con- you're putting down your convictions, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. Well, I'd say just any, any kind of medication, oral or, you know, uh, uh, you know, what do they call it? Anything. I mean, what if they want to stick a, a, a tire iron in her arm? You know, I would, I would make it so vague that they'd be concerned to give your kid Doritos. Right. Um, you know, just like, uh, you know, the, the other thing about uh, bringing the claim, uh, you know, uh, against them in, 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 uh, before the grand jury, this um, particular case in the family court, you could also take the same approach about, like you were saying, collateral estoppel kind of an approach. They could stop from moving forward until your claim is heard, until they, until they come did anybody look up what a collateral estoppel was? Those words just came to my mind. I mean, don't 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 ever use those. No, <laughs> I mean those, those, are, those, are, those, are, those are legal word, legal terms. Uh, but the thing, I'm just saying that uh, it, it's. I mean, the idea, the fundamental idea, is the same. It's almost like yeah. a you can't proceed here because this is uh, has a direct, you know, um, you know, uh, is is directly in conflict with it. I'm saying that. You know, these people are, are you know, um, attaching. Make, make, your notice, make your notice vague. Well, this that. particular one, but I, I just it occurred to me that the other things we talked about could also apply in the family court scenario. 
because I don't want to be in the family court. I mean, you know, they 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 they're they're doing all kinds of underhanded things. They won't give me access. I've been denied access to the to the the case okay, file. The the easiest thing for a man to do is to create a a burden which can be handled, which, which falls into a different jurisdiction. Okay, family court is family court, and and as long as they've got their thing going on, why why try to you know, if it, you're talking to people who have a specific idea of how things work, they've got their jurisdiction, they've got their stuff, you know, why mess with that? There's a man who, who uh, you know, Bob, who's acting as judge, who, who has authority to return your property to you if you require it of him and he does not order the property restored, that man has now, you know, if you... So you got to create liability for that man. Well, I want to put the notices. I want to put the notices in, but I'm I'm a little concerned about going in there while this warrant's hanging over my head. I'm afraid they're going to. They're well, gonna, then, then don't go in. Or yeah, I'm concerned sure about, sure about that. Just uh, make sure the notices are in. Yeah. Was Carl mean, going to family court? No, Carl's he's not. He's not going. He's not that stupid. Don't go into family court. You got to make your own court. Family court's right. the real court anyway. It's a dangerous place. It is no, a dangerous place. I was call the other day. He was calling it quasi-court, which, you know, right. means as if. Quasi means as if it was a court or, you know. Um, yeah. But you're, you have to make absolutely certain that whenever – what you did in family court two months ago, okay, I mean, you were hammering on the guy. And you had no experience. And, you know, we talked eight days before that. Right. When uh, I was driving through New York. You know, well, so. see, one of the notices I put in there was that the, uh, you know, um, uh, I, you know, oh, that's another question I had. Just brief, uh, a little, little off the topic. But when you do a notice, right, and you pick the title of the notice, do you, do you have a specific way you go about making the title of the notice? I mean, each notice has like notice, then whatever like the subject matter is. Yeah, um, I, I start off with notice at the top and I write yeah. the whole thing out and when I'm all done I kind of feel the the notice you know just kind of mm -hmm. feel for some kind of a title in there and uh, the only reason I actually give my paperwork a title is because uh, when I'm looking for it later on on my computer I don't see notice 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 <laughs> well, yeah that, that plus if you prefer to one notice and another notice right now it has to have a title it has to be qualified well, it's easier to, to see. You have notice, colon. So it's you know this is a notice, and then after the colon is the subject matter, right. and whatever you feel is the subject matter. Breach right. of enclosure, for instance, you can say notice breach of enclosure. Right, right. And so that's kind of that's kind of what I thought, and that's how I've been going about it. So I'm I'm glad I was kind of uh, correcting my my assumption there. But I, I wanted to ask because I was like I want hey, to. If it's your court, you can do it any way you want to do it. Uh -huh. well, no, he's, he's putting notice into their court. Well, well, it's still his paperwork, well, you know. I mean, the, you want to make notices, it up. One of the notices was notice participate. And I said that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, no, I, I'm not I'm, – uh, because of, you know, a number um, of wrong um, – I put in a, ha a handful of notices. One of them was, was – um, Notice participate, okay? Said I am man aggrieved. Did on October 14, uh, October 14, 2015, and again on December 2015, open in open court 
report trespass, robbery, theft of my property did require and was denied by other men acting as public servants on uh, more than one occasion access to public record regarding this matter to determine the nature. Uh, and, uh, and I said, see notice denied access and, uh, and missing information that has been withheld from I. Uh, am unable to participate in this matter, uh, require everything in writing. And so that went okay. in along. So I've already told them yesterday as the, with, with one of my notices, other than the enclosure one, um, that I'm not participating anymore. Because of do they, the, do they have your property? Do they still have your? They do. I, I mean, I know you've been listening to Carl for the past week. His his shows all week last week. I was thinking of your case the whole time. It's like you should just pretty I've much. I've been listening to a lot of uh, you know of, of Carl, you know, and uh, you know, going back to the old stuff and the new stuff, and then there's just there's just so much of it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He's been doing a show every night pretty much last week, and it's all about. The, Exactly, your what's going on when they take your property, and yeah, no, he, they, the, the one two nights ago was was really great. I, I'm still into it, you know. I'm still kind of going through it, and, and when I listen, I I write I write notes for myself too. So, well, I mean, have you have you thought about contacting the governor of the state that you're in? I, I did contact the governor. Um, I've, okay, I've actually, how? I've been, how? I, I, um, well, I, I over the I, phone or by paperwork? No, by, in, in by writing, letter. In writing, in writing. And, and I'm actually billing the uh, I'm actually billing the commissioner woman, who um, you know, you know was info was told to you know uh, restore restore the property and didn't. And I said you know do as you wish, uh, you know if you continue to use my my property, I need to be compensated at this amount. And I did put an amount in there. And did I you write need? Did uh, you write no, need no. or did you write require? Require require. I just okay. he, All right. he comes out as a habit when I talk, so I just yeah. I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Same here. I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I wrote. I wrote require. I, I mean, it was so uh, when when we're on here. Okay, yeah. you guys need to be less excited and think more about what you're saying. Okay, nobody's going to cut you off. You know, you you need to just take the time to be more precise and less sloppy. And you know, I, Mark is the Mark is is the guy who was there for me who kept slapping me around like he just did with you. That, that's how I learned to, be, to pay more attention to my, to my words. And, uh, you know, it's really important. So just take, take your time. When you're talking with each other like this, don't be sloppy, okay? Yeah. Okay. So, so what's the commissioner? What, what is that? Like, who, is that the one in charge of your child and family Jeez. services? The one in child, uh, in charge of child and family services. Who's in charge of her? The governor. Okay. Well. Well, there, right, there's so actually got... one. There is the the, the man is the governor, but there's actually one other lady in between them. Her or is, it? Huh? No, no. In between, in between her. <laughs> no, <laughs> the commissioner is an it. It's not a her. No, I know. It was. It's the 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 woman. Her name's Linda. Hey. Well, get more accurate and stop being sloppy. Yeah. Okay. okay. The woman acting as commissioner <laughs> is what I'm saying, and in in the in the man acting as governor have been notified. So in my you know I, which I hand delivered, I went down to the uh, office, which I hand delivered to um, you know uh, to the woman acting as commissioner, uh, a document which stated, uh, as you already are aware, my property was. 
uh, you know, take it from me. Uh, I was robbed of my property, I think is how I worded uh, on this particular day, which I'd already made them aware, and I had also included that I'd previously made them aware. And I said, uh, you continue to use and, uh, you know, use my property. Uh, do I, I think I think oh. we wrote, do as you wish. Uh, I, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you ask for help from her to get your property back and got denied, or are you just going straight in and saying, hey, you, you got my property? No, well, I didn't ask for help. I, I informed her and others. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is what I got. I think. Was robbed and stolen oh, hold me. on, Dave. Hold on. Hold on. I may be wrong, but Carl asked the governor for help to get his property back and basically got denied. So then, okay, you're not doing your job, so uh, you're going into the lawsuit. And you got to come and talk to the jury and tell me why you're not helping me get my property back. Because, you know. <laughs> If all you do is write a letter to to that to that woman Mari Mara whatever her name is, and you hand delivered it, she can just throw it in the trash and it's nothing. No, no, oh, she stamped it. She stamped it. Uh, stamped it that it was received and put on no, the desk. Hold on, hold on. The, the oh. issue is, is the issue is if you write a letter to somebody and you ask, you know, you require their assistance because that's their job. Their job. They're a paid public servant and they have a job to do. You require their assistance, and if they, if you've got the wrong person, okay, the, the governor, the, the commissioner is a person. So if you've got the, if you're speaking to the wrong person, then that man holding that office has a duty to inform you of who you're supposed to be speaking with. All right. Right. But but well, you're supposed to, you know, if you write this letter, and and your letter is is dear Martha, uh, this is what's going on, and you're not seeking, you're not requiring them. Uh, the the woman the man to act on your behalf, then all you're doing is is complaining. You're writing a letter saying, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know you're an asshole." You're not yeah. asking for any help. Right. No. I, well, I didn't write them a letter asking them for help. I informed them that you know uh, what was mine was taken from me. Uh, yeah, and, you're you know, complaining at, at, at gunpoint. What, uh, yeah, and, but what did you require her to do? On well, your I required. Behalf? I required her to. Uh, you know, um, to report, I, I was I was reporting the crime, and I want the people, uh, the men, the men who I did report in the in in my uh, report of trespass and theft to be held. All right, so so you account. required Mara to prosecute Bob for robbery. Correct. Well, yes, and uh, you know that's how you know it it was presented initially. Correct for robbery. All right, so. So this other guy, Ken, wrote back to you saying, we got your letter. Uh, we're not going to do anything about this. This is not the kind of stuff we do. And that's the last thing that happened? Yeah. Uh, well, no, that was that that was the attorney general. But I also uh, contacted the county attorney, the sheriffs. Uh, the yeah, but they, these... hold on. Hold on. The, the, the lady acting as, as attorney general, you wrote to her, and you got a letter back from the assistant attorney general. Yes. Okay, and and we talked about this last night. What did that letter say, and what are you going to do about it? Well, that letter said, yeah, I mean, that letter said that uh, this is, you know, we investigated all kinds of different cases, and, you know, this is one we're not going to investigate. And it was basically that's it. And, and, he, and of course, he called it a complaint, and, you know, it was all the, yeah. the legalese and what, whatnot. Um, and so, okay, so what are you going to do about that? 
What are you going to do about what I'm gonna, Mara? What I'm going to do is I'm going to follow back up with the original woman who I wrote and said, I got this letter from, you know, somebody acting on, who says they're acting on your behalf. And, who purportedly, you know, who, who's supposedly acting on your behalf. Right. Or who, you know, who claims to be acting on your behalf. Hang on, though, Gus. Hang on. I think the initial letter may be kind of not wrong, but just going down the wrong lines. Um, should ask them to help get your property back. That's the thing. I mean, you're... Well, see, I don't know the, if you're, uh, the, the attorney, the, the woman acting as attorney general, her, her duty is to prosecute uh, crime. You know, not prosecute, I mean, prosecute uh, a man or a woman that commits a crime. Right, um, right. Well, that's not what you want right now. You well, want no, your I, property I back. you gotta get, you got to get the man right. or woman in charge. Okay, say the maid comes to your house and steals your diamond ring. Um, you know she stole your diamond ring. You, you got video of it or whatever. You know, you're not going to call the maid. You're going to call the maid's boss. So that's, I think. Okay, I think hey, Mark, let me, let me address that, okay? What's uh, going on? What, what am I missing? Well, what's going on is, okay, Bob came to my house and took my property. And so I am writing to the attorney general, the woman or man acting in that capacity, to prosecute Bob. So as attorney general in her office, okay, the, the woman, let's call her. Oh, no, the, the, Carl's not writing to the attorney general. I understand that. Why, why are you going to the attorney general? Why don't you just go to the governor and ask for the governor for the, these, the, this, these, these are two different things, okay? Oh, okay. The, the one thing is, in this instance, David is reporting a crime. So he is reporting a crime to the woman who acts as attorney general because he wants her to prosecute the man who committed the crime. So the woman mm. as attorney general has no authority to tell the man who committed the robbery to restore the property because, uh, yeah. he, you know, he's making a, he's reporting a crime, uh, that a man committed and that, and, okay. and the attorney general has no authority over a man. So she can't receive something else. Her just property. something else just popped in because you're wanting to prosecute people. Something okay, else just on. popped in here. Do you have yeah, the I'll forgiveness clause in there? You know, do you do you have like I'll forgive I those? Do, no, I do. no, hold yeah. on a second. You guys, are, can you guys let me finish? Yeah, sure. Sorry, Gus. Okay. So that's the first instance. Okay, is you're looking to seek prosecution. For instance, in my case, I I went to the uh, when I get out of jail. I wrote to the county prosecutor and let him know that the man, David, who was acting as, as uh, chief of police, did bear false witness against me, was causing me harm, and that I expected him to be prosecuted if this case ever came to his desk, case number such and such. I put it in quotes. If this came up, I'm giving you a heads up, Dennis, Dennis Hogan, okay, this is his name, great guy, uh, county prosecutor for Hillsborough County. Yeah, I'm giving you a heads up. There's a case coming your way. It's going to be a felony. I'm the, I'm the man you know, who's the subject matter of that case, and I'm letting you know that the chief of police, David Mara, the man acting in that capacity, bears false witness against me, and that I, I require you to prosecute him and to, and to allow me to be fully heard before the grand jury when this thing comes to your desk. And that's the context of what David is doing with the attorney general in Massachusetts. Now, in, as far as the restoration of property, 
he can write another letter to the governor and say, uh, this agency, which you have authority over, you know, a man acting as social worker in this, you know, in this agency who you have authority over did this to me, and I require the property restored. So that's a different letter. And you can write the same letter to the attorney general if the attorney general has authority over the person in that agency. So it's two separate issues. Go ahead, okay. stick it from there. Well, I've been dealing with it in, in, in two separate ways. Um, in other words, I'm not saying that the people who... I, I was saying that the people who took a property and gave it to these other people are the ones who are guilty of, of robbery and theft and trespass, you know? Um, and so those people I want to be held accountable for the wrongdoing in, in that matter, but the other people who have and continue to possess uh, the property, I've given them notice that they have the property and that it needs to be um, restored, um, you know, post-haste or immediately. And um, they did not restore the property and they continue to, um, you know, cause harm, injury, and loss as a result of that, which compensation, uh, you know, will be, you know, um, continue to use your property and you have yeah. a compensation for it. So. Right. And so I now I put now I put a dollar value on it and and put that in the notice and I've started the billing process. And I mean the one who is in charge of the entire department who is been notified of the robbery and theft, okay, because it was you know there was there was no cause for taking that which is mine without there was no there was no uh you know first-hand uh, witness testimony of anything that I'm aware of. And so, I mean, there that, um, you know, in fact, I, I, I'm hardly aware of anything because they won't even release the file to me. They won't even release the case file to me. I, I've been in there four times, uh, you know, and, you know. Well, it, did you expect to see it? I mean, you've listened to Carl. They never, I mean, it took him how many, 30, it, it 30 took times to court. Years, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, they, they, what they try to do is they try to claim that they're impounding it to protect those people who are, you know, you know, involved in, you know, the, the situation there because it's all, you know, child-related or whatever because they think, uh, you know, if there's a contract in there between... So what happens know, in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right, hey guys, so I mean, you know... Hey guys, yeah. hey guys, I've got to get off the call. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to trust you guys. I'm going to let the recording go. And I'm not you gonna... guys can hang out for a while. Uh, I'm going to let the recording go until Carl starts his call. As soon as I see Carl on his call, I'm going to shut this recording off. Well, actually, and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to run two here in a few minutes, Gus, because I, um, you know, I, I had like a, a, you know, just, you know, um, another obligation here. at about 6:30. So. Okay. Is there is there any reason for me to let this recording go then? Is, is there anybody? Because uh, we can we can pick this up next week. I mean, there's, there's yeah, I'm not deal. I'm not going to be on. I got to go do something. Well, you know, uh, I think so I got enough. I think I got enough information to stick my teeth into and, and gather up uh, to a few of the things I need to do, uh, Gus. So thanks so much, and uh, all you guys for uh, you know helping out here. I need to, 
you know, just piece this together and maybe I can just, uh, you know, shoot you a copy of it just to just give a pair of eyes to take a look at it or something uh, sometime. Yeah, see. Good luck. Thank you. All right, so let's uh, let's do this next week. Let's do it next, you know, next Wednesday afternoon. We'll, uh, I really don't want to do regular shows where new people are coming in and asking me all these basic things. It, you know, I really, I, I, I want to do this kind of stuff with people that I know are going to teach other people, and that's pretty much it. And I, I know everybody here has got that mindset of carrying it forward. So, uh, sure. Yeah, uh, Leo, uh, the call. Carl's doing his call. Uh, actually, his call starts in, in, in like two minutes, but I don't know when he's going to be on. So the call, actually, his call should be going now because because you can get on for right. minutes early. So if you guys want to just go over there and, and uh, keep chatting, that's great. But I I can't stick around, so I'm going to kill this one. Okay. All right. Thanks, Gus. All right. You All guys right. have a good have a good one. All right. Take care, David. All right. Thanks, you uh, too. Th- thanks for everybody uh, to be here. Thanks. We'll talk to you uh, soon. Okay. All right, take care, man.